Hey guys, welcome to Raw Reality, a podcast brought to you by myself, Tori Story, and Fit with Lily. We are here to unpack everything health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset, bringing you lighthearted and deep conversations about our raw reality. Buckle up, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Raw Reality Podcast, episode 36. We hope you enjoyed our probably our favorite episode to date uh, mm. last week. Yeah, that was a really good episode. We just kind of dove into everything goal setting and also not really goal setting, but, but like creating your dream life through your goals mm. and everything. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, definitely go give it a listen on your hot girl walk. But we hope you are having an incredible Monday This episode today is going to be quite fun. I'm actually excited for Mm, it. I'm excited. Mm, We only came... We are... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We have pretty much... Like, you kind of came across it and Mm. then we're like, all right, let's give it a go. But essentially, we kind of found, like, a couple of links and it's, like, really deep and hard questions that you would, like, ask your best friend or whoever you want to ask. Yeah. And we've kind of just gone in and each picked, like, a handful of questions and we're just going to ask each other... These like a really deep, hard, interesting <laughs> yeah. questions. And obviously we don't know what each other has asked yeah. or have put down. So we're just going to go one for one and just answer whatever comes up. Okay, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> but as always, getting into our weekly recap or our R&R for the week. Um, I'll take it away this week because it was my birthday. Um, yeah. Yeah, I turned 24. That is actually disgusting um Mm. I don't know why that just like really freaks me out I found that like I used to be the youngest in all my friendships and now I'm the oldest and I don't know when that happened but I'm not okay with it (laughs) I like being the baby (laughs) don't like it no um but yeah basically it was my birthday and I had a like really relaxing day basically I just went for a walk with Chloe in the morning then went got sushi train for lunch with Geordie and then for dinner of course I got GYG and then went to Yoji for dessert so like literally perfect and literally what we did for my birthday exactly sushi Yorichi GYG. Perfect. Yeah. So that is like my ultimate birthday. And then on Sunday, Geordie and I, well, actually, yeah, early two nights ago, Geordie took me to Ginger and Tonic or Tonic and Ginger, either or. Um, if you live in Perth, you know what that is. It's such a nice restaurant, basically like Asian fusion. And it was so good. However, Geordie was like surprising me. Um, so I didn't know where we we're going. And um, mm. in the car, he got a call from a random number. And we were like, Geordie's like, fuck, I think this is the restaurant. Like, hopefully I haven't mucked up the booking or anything. And I was like, just answer it. Like, if it is the restaurant, we have to know. And he's like, no, but that's going to yeah. ruin the surprise. I'm like, okay, well, just let it call through and search if it is it. And it was. And he was like, fuck. And then he looked at the booking and it was half an hour behind. So we were meant to get there at oh. 6. And it was 6.30 when we got there. And they're like, look, it's fine. We still have your table, but you have to be out by 8. So we literally like ate our last bite oh, and left. But because they bought it yeah, out right. like small increments, it wasn't like yeah, they bought it out yeah. and you can eat it. Yeah. But I mean, it was still a really good night. So that was like my little birthday. Nothing too big. Just kind of a bit more chill this this year. Yeah. How yeah, about nice. your week? Um, My week was pretty good. Oh, I went to Melbourne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Melbourne. <laughs> okay. This is all the surprise everyone's waiting for. Yeah, true. And obviously, like, they probably would have seen it on my stories and stuff. But I went to Melbourne for a Gymshark athlete event, which is just so wild to say out loud. And so I went there on Saturday morning. It was the longest day Mm. ever, like, for me. But for Annabelle, she got up at 2.30 a.m. to drive to the Gold Coast. (laughs) I was up at 3.30 to go to my mum's for her to drop us at the airport to catch a 6 a.m. flight. Mm. Landed literally straight to my auntie's 
uh didn't even shower like we literally just got ready and went straight to the event mm. and we were there from 10 a.m well half an hour late so 10 30 to 4 and it was literally just mingling with other athletes filming a video for Zach Perna's YouTube, which is going to be so I'm excited funny. to watch it. I cannot it. wait. He like had the full setup. Like there was two videographers. They had the mics, the lights, like everything. Wow. It's going to be so good. Um, so the first like 45 minutes to an hour, we just did our own little workout and we didn't know what the challenge was going to be in the YouTube. So Annabelle and I were like, well, we don't want to go and do like heavy squats if like squats are going to be mm. in the challenge or like pull-ups, whatever. So we did like a little upper body like pull-ups and I also did a pull-up PB of eight yeah whoops and I also did a shoulder press PB for you got 20 20 for for six 20 kilos yeah I remember that because I was was... like what the hell Tori and then I was speaking (laughs) to Lily and I was like how the fuck is Tori lifting that I was like so jealous I was like how and she's like Lily she's held people above her head for like years I was like true (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I was like so shocked because I was just like, and you know, when they're like, everyone was like, yeah, each other adrenaline, just like adrenaline, everything. So I did that and I got it on film and I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, and then we went into the challenge, which I'll leave it to the YouTube video, but it was so much fun. Mm. So intense. It was basically two teams. We all split up. Um, and it was just such a good way to mingle with other athletes yeah. across Australia and to really try and bring the, the, like the Gymshark Australian athlete team together. Yeah um so it's honestly incredible to like meet all of them and yeah coming home just like getting back into routine with teaching at the dance studio and trying to find the happy medium between running two businesses and teaching at the studio plus like social supporting my health and like everything is Mm -hmm. full-time in itself so that's that and I'm off to Sydney this weekend which you'll hear about (sighs) next week she's a busy gal guys (laughs) she doesn't stop she's busy but I'm so happy that Melbourne went well and coming home like I've felt good. I've implemented new like strategies while traveling and I'm excited to do it again this weekend to like really prep me for Europe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise we're good. Which is 59 days away. Yes. <laughs> Far out. 59 days and you just wait for our content. Just wait for us sipping yeah, margaritas oh. in. Wait, what do you drink in Greece? What's the drink? Everything. Everything. Anything, I don't know. <laughs> Literally. Um, so just wait for that. I'm so keen for it. It's going to be so Our exciting. itinerary is filling up and Ooh. I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah, because Tori's doing it all. I'm like, Tori's like, should we do yeah. this? I'm like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you go for it. I've got to go to the bank actually and get that sorted so I can start booking and locking things in. Yeah. Well, actually, so I need to book a flight from Athens to Paris and I need to change my Singapore yes. flight. But that's on my to-do list tomorrow. So. You said that two weeks ago. Yeah, well... It's on tomorrow's to-do list. Okay, <laughs> moving on. All right, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle um, back next week yeah. and see if she's done it. This is so random, but I just want to quickly touch on it because I used to be obsessed with pre-workout. Like obsessed, right? Mm. I've had pre-workout three times in the past three weeks. So like once a week and every time I've drank it, I've only maybe drank a quarter or half of it. I've never finished it because, and the sessions wow. have been like at 5 a.m. So like feel like I have to have, I don't have to, but feel like I want something. But like today, it was just like really evident to me that I'm off it. I'm don't like pre workout wow. anymore. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm definitely coffee. Like I'll have coffee before I train, or like just a pump powder mm. to at least drink something. Um, but I just I don't like the tingles. I feel like nauseous or like nauseous. Sorry. Yeah. And just, and that's yeah. just not a nice feeling no. when you're training. No. And I just yeah, it's not it. It's not it. I feel like I can push myself enough without it. The tingles aren't it anymore. Whereas that's what I used to live for. I feel like if I have 
ABE or All Black Everything, which is like a brand, I literally will die now if I have that because it's so strong. Yeah, wow. So anyways, that was just my little... Fun fact. Yeah, I just wanted to let you all know. <laughs> all right. That pretty okay. wraps up the week. Um, yeah, good week. Mm-hmm. But we're going to dive into our questions now. Oh, yeah. All right. We're turning the cameras on. Also, by the way, guys, we have are on TikTok now. So we literally oh, yes. have like five followers. So please go follow us. Um, yeah, please yeah, show us some love. We're literally just uploading all of our reels basically that we post on instagram and then hopefully when we are together we can do content together so basically we're in europe maybe get ready (laughs) yeah and i'm like prepared for like the tiktok hate because tiktok is next level with their hate so i'm ready for that but it's obviously another platform to grow and like we are filming stuff now so we just want to get the podcast out there a little bit more and start to really push it and hopefully you know create full-time would just be lovely any income um (laughs) Yeah, this would be nice. But we just like love this side of it. So yeah. we'll obviously keep going. Yeah, I'm keen. But we're going to dive into our questions. <laughs> okay. Dark, serious, not so much funny, kind of really serious <laughs> questions. Yeah. All right. You um, go first. You can go first. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you go. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to kick off with like kind of lighthearted, right. but like not really at the same time. Yeah. What are you most proud of about yourself? Oh, okay. I like that question. I'm going to say I'm most proud of my discipline in terms of my health Mm. and fitness journey and my drive to always want more for myself because I find that you can get very comfortable within yourself and be very content, which is not a bad thing, but I'm very proud of myself for in terms of being able to always want more, always drive to succeed um, and just like my motivation discipline levels. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For you. Yeah. I'm going to really like go straight up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. If you could, and you have to answer this question. You can't say what I think you're going to say. If you could. Oh, shit. Okay. If you could change one thing from your past, what would it be? Oh, I wrote this question too. Okay. And I thought about it as I was writing it because I thought really long and hard. I was like, whilst there's nothing I would like there is honestly nothing I would change about my past Mm -hmm. because it has made me who I am and that's why I'm so big on like having no regrets and like only looking at what people would call a regret as a learning curve and just like learning what you can and and moving forward from that however how does how was the question again if you could change one thing from your past what would it be the only thing I think would be starting social media earlier and I did touch on that in my recent episode because I just like let fear hold me back yeah. and I think if I had started earlier I could be more ahead or it just could look a slightly different but like it's not something like massive like it yeah. is what it is and I've obviously learned from that yeah. but yeah there's nothing massive in my past that I would change, change yeah. at all no I like that question like I like that answer mm. more like surface levels yeah. but at the same time it's kind of like you definitely could have started earlier but it is what it is and now you're just diving mm. into it a little bit more and going for it yeah. yeah yeah so since I um and wrote that for you you can answer it too it's always such a hard <laughs> one to answer isn't it because it's always like the yeah. answer is always like I wouldn't change anything but if there was mm. one I think it would be to appreciate every moment a little bit more so random yeah. but in terms of like when I went overseas with my family I would always want to be with my friends or I'd want to be at that party mm. but like really enjoying that I was in freaking Europe with my family and I just felt like I was never mm. present when I was at 
um, training for Worlds, I would always be like, oh, I want this training session to be done. I'm over it. This sucks. Yeah. I would never really appreciate that that moment right there was what was going to get us to succeed, basically. So just mm. being present a little bit more with myself and not just like wishing a, like away things. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And I think like as kids – like that isn't something you learn until you're mm-hmm. older is to just be more present because I, all I remember as a kid is just wanting to be, you know, 20 year old yeah. driving to my boyfriend's house, having my license, like going out, like all you want to do is be able to be older and do all those cool things that adults do mm-hmm. until you get older and you're like, fuck, can I go back to being a 10 year old yeah. please? Yeah, literally agree. But yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. All right. Next question. Uh, yeah. You're answering. Oh yeah. Who, who goes now? Um, I'll just okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. How do you cope when things get hard? I have a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quite literally. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not the great at coping with big stresses. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like it's something I'm definitely working on. The more stressful something mm. is, the more I tend to avoid it. Um, but I would definitely say that I do a big brain dump and go for a walk. Like I take, I remove myself from the situation. I will voice memo Tori. (laughs) Um, And basically I feel like removing myself from the situation and kind of just telling myself that it's not that deep. I literally heard something the other day that we, oh, how did they word it? It was like, no matter what's happening in, no, I'm not even, no, that's not even relevant. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember it, but it just really sat with me and I've forgotten it. But I would say that like one, I don't. I'm learning to grow through that. Mm-hmm. But two, I'm also brain dumping, voice memo, and speak to other people around me because the more I internalize yep. something, the worse it becomes. Mm. Yeah. That was kind 100%. of a long Because you just answer. like make it. Yeah, but you just kind of make it so much bigger in your head yeah. if you don't speak yeah. about it. Because most, more times than not, if you were to speak up, you probably realize it's not that big. Exactly. And I think that's my biggest yeah. thing is like, it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. It's not that big. Just breathe and yeah. just do it. Move on. Yeah yeah okay love that do you think there's something that people misunderstand about you oh mm. shit <laughs> so in terms of like a personality or yeah i think so like when someone meets you or through social media do you think that there's a certain thing that people like is portrayed differently to what you think people think if that makes sense but like basically being misunderstood yeah I want to say no because I feel I'm like completely myself mm-hmm. on socials yeah. and I don't think any part of me is like shows up as fake or something that I'm not and that is a huge thing that I have worked on to be able to just show up as me so when people meet me at like that's just who I am yeah. and I think that is something that I love about myself and my socials is because I am just so open and honest that like that's why people follow me and I have had that many messages just in this last week of people being like you're my favorite like influencer to follow because you are just you yeah. and you share everything without holding back and I'm like because I just feel like it's not relatable if I yeah. was to hold back and just show you know certain things or whatever yeah. so I'm gonna say no because mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of like socials yeah. and then people meeting I yeah I feel like no yeah no I like that <laughs> I hope not no I like that <laughs> yeah yeah all right okay um what fears do you experience hmm okay I have like surface level I have I'm scared Mm -hmm. of flying I'm scared of little holes 
I'm scared of dying slash being murdered slash <laughs> terrorist attacks. I can't get over the holes. <laughs> and can confirm the murders, the terrorist attack. It comes up in most conversations when talking about Europe and I just have to pull it right back. Being, it's not going to happen. Being sex trafficked. <laughs> that is literally, like guys, it's not okay. Like I'm convinced we are going to end up in like a dungeon in no. Europe. I am. It's not gonna happen. It's just like like okay. ta- <laughs> but like Taylor's booked like a um a what's it called? Like a transfer. I'm like, cool, that transfer is going to kill us. Like it's so bad. Like I need to but, get over it. Yeah. I'm not even gonna go into it because it's not gonna <laughs> I know. happen. It's okay. okay. So moving yeah. on from surface level. Yeah. Um Okay, else? a little bit deeper. What are my fears? My fears are my not living up to my true potential. And kind of wasting mm. my days, I would say. I get to a lot of my end of my weeks and I'm like, what? I've actually was thinking about this today driving home. And I think I'm going to implement it at the end of each week. And just like writing down what I actually accomplished that week that is going to excel me further in the direction that I want to head. And it's not little things mm. like uploading training programs to my clients, doing check-ins, posting on social media. It's like literally like have I done something this week that is going to put me in advantage to start off next week? Is that working on a small project? Is that amplifying like my socials by bringing my camera to the gym or things like that? Um, So Mm. I think that's like my biggest fear is not living up to my true potential or what I know I am capable of. And sorry. And also um, my, I know my mom is always proud of me, but I just like, I want my parents to be so incredibly proud of me. And that like, I think it is Mm. a fear that, if I don't live up to their potential as well, um, that they have put on me, that like that is a fear. So mm. random. That's interesting. Yeah, but they're my no, only thing. because I know well, Jackson mm. spoke about it on his podcast with us. Um, but it's never been something that I've even thought of because I'm like I don't know, I just feel like when we have kids one day, like you just that no, feeling yeah. of like you're always gonna be proud of yeah. them and it's like and I know like your parents are so yeah, proud exactly. of you. I know that yeah. for a fact. But it's like it's funny how that story's come yeah. up. For you. Yeah, and I definitely would say my dad more than my mum because I know my mum literally tells me twenty four seven. Um, but yeah. and I know my dad is more than proud of me, like a thousand yeah. percent. But like that's like a subconscious thing as well within me, and I don't know mm. why because it's not like it's ever come from a place. So that would be interesting to dive and into. They've never showed that. No, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what mm. I would say. Interesting. Mm. Yes. Love that. Great answer. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And no, we will not get sex trafficked in <laughs> Europe. We will be fine. Yes. <laughs> okay. My next question is, oh, I've kind of like put them out of order. Oh, I kind of like this one. What is your de- definition of success? Ooh. Um, for me would be two things. Right, for right now, for what I can say in this current moment, would be to have my health like completely sorted and just not, I don't know, like spending millions and thousands mm. of dollars every month on, you know, seeing like just all the things that I've had to do. Like I know it's been a part of my journey and I'm grateful for it, but just to get to a point where, you know, I can just not have to take a supplement every single day or have yeah. to do this or have to do that and just get to a point where my skin is clear. I'm not stressing about it. My gut health is on track and as normal and I've got consistent periods and all those good things. Yeah. That would probably be my first one because obviously it's like the biggest thing that I'm working on. And then my second one would be to have my family, mm. my own kids, 
um, and just being in a beautiful home and having the financial freedom to give our kids a really good lifestyle mm-hmm. and upbringing. Yeah. And then also to be able to support my family in terms of like my mom, dad, my little brothers and like the people closest to me and just shower them with yeah, not just gifts, but like travel and like yeah. all that sort of stuff. Buy someone a car. Like I would love to be able to do that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so yeah, probably like the financial freedom slash like the family. Yeah. Close knit. Yep. That's a good answer. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Thank mm. you. <laughs> um, I love this one okay. and I think we should both answer okay. it. Okay. If you could leave a mark on the world that, um, what does that say? (laughs) I don't know what that word is, but I'm just going to make it my own. If you could leave a mark on the world and leave like your legacy, what would you want that to be? Or how would you want to be remembered? Oh, that is a really deep question that I have (laughs) not thought about. Um, I think the biggest thing would be to be like, wow, Lily really went for it. She never held back. And I'm mm. inspired by her to, like I kind of said before, live up to my true potential and go all in on myself. Yeah. While also knowing that I was kind of a very supportive, kind-hearted person that always loved helping others. And I think that's yeah. like, it doesn't really come from money or anything. It's literally like knowing that I went all in on doing what I loved and also was able to help others through their journey and kind of leave a mark on like the health and fitness industry in terms of wanting girls to be better for themselves and not focusing on aesthetic might more like strength mindset and all those types of things because over like the few months and especially the last few weeks I've had multiple people be like wow you really healed my relationship with food I don't look at my body in the way I used to even though I'm at a heavier weight but I love where I am right now and focusing more on how they feel and how they look so I feel like it's a little Mm -hmm. bit it's not as deep as possibly what you could think, but it's more that just like knowing that I helped others and also went all in on what I was truly passionate about. Mm. Yeah. Love. Mm. What's yours? I think similar in the sense that I, you know, my legacy, I just want to be able to be known as like an inspiration and a motivation to others yeah. in terms of, you know, lifestyle. And again, just like going for the damn thing yeah. and just like not being afraid of whether that's, you know, the fear of change or the fear of others and judgment and all that. Um, it's a really hard one I know. Like when, you, when you try and really think about it. But yeah, I think just leaving an inspiration mm. kind of mark, if that makes sense. Yeah. And just being like, if I was in, like, if I was Tori, like, what would she have done? Like, yeah. she would have gone for that thing yeah. or she would have, you know, chosen that path or even in terms of like the holistic health yeah. side of things as well. And just like really educating bodies and... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're very similar in that area. Just like a really positive influence, you know, going after your dreams, going to your full potential, not holding back. Yeah. And just living your best life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Also, I wanted to add, sorry, I don't want this episode to be just like us, you know, opening up and being deep with each other. I want as well, like whether you hear a question you're like oh I actually Mm. don't know the answer or that triggers something like go and journal on it or take these questions and ask them with your best friends and be able to like form deeper connections and like because Lil and I not we don't sit here and do these type (laughs) of questions but we do have these deep conversations on a regular basis Mm. and it's like so great to have that person but even if you maybe don't have that person like journal it with yourself because the deeper you get to know yourself the confident the more confident you Mm. can get yeah I went for a walk with Chloe on my birthday actually 
And I feel like a lot of like my walks with my friends are kind of like more surface level things, more just like what's going on, how are you feeling, bringing up things mm-hmm. that are current, present in the moment. And then Chloe all of a sudden was like, where do you want to be in five years and what goals do you have? And I was like, whoa, I was like really taken mm-hmm. back. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, kind of like going deeper. And then it kind of like triggered a few things in my mind. And then on the drive home, I was actually thinking about it and then went home and it mm. kind of got me more motivated for the day. And that's just like really interesting that there's just different types of friendships. So even asking those yeah. questions on a walk with your friend, like it doesn't have to be all of them, but just like simple things as well. Be like, what mm. what's your biggest goal this year? And how are you going to achieve that? Like, like little things yeah. like that. And I feel like it's very valuable. Yeah, we can get yeah, we can get so caught up in day to day mm. and it's so nice to just like, you don't want to all, you don't want to just think about, you know, five years or the yeah. next goal, but we get so caught up in the day to day and even having this conversation now, I'm like, oh, okay, what can I do after this to put me forward yeah. for the, like, you know, the next week and, and just like constantly reminding yourself, like for Lily and I, it's living up to our biggest potential and fulfilling yeah. all the things that we want. And it's like, just always having that in the back of your mind. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Moving on to the next anyway, question. question. <laughs> When do you feel the most vulnerable, vulnerable, far out? <laughs> yeah, vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I saw this question and I didn't write it down because I was like, oh, I actually don't know. Mm. Um, this is hard because I am such a vulnerable person, yeah. but it doesn't like it comes easy to me. Yeah. Um, so I'm potentially going to say. I think when I'm speaking to the people closest to me about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Because I can say it on social media and share literally anything. But when I say it to like you or Jackson or my mum, you are the people that are going to hold me accountable to whatever I say. And question you about it. So I, yeah. So I would definitely feel more vulnerable being deep with the people that I love because I know they're going to question me or, keep me on track or keep me accountable and that sort of stuff which makes you be like okay the minute I say this out loud like this makes it real yeah that's very true actually I never thought of it like Mm. that but because I would say to me just answering the question that mine would be with my parents because I feel like when they ask me deep questions I kind of avoid it as much as possible like really short answers yeah and I think that's because I'm Mm. scared to go deeper because of the fear of judgment I don't know I don't know what it is um but yeah I would definitely say more so with my parents I feel like that's when I feel most yeah vulnerable that's one word I can't say (laughs) wow vulnerable yeah yeah all right next question okay what makes your life feel purposeful oh I would say that I have found my purpose in the past year and I really feel like I if you asked me this a year ago, I'd be like, I don't know, going for a walk. Like, but like now <laughs> I can literally say yeah. that I know what makes me feel purposeful is owning my own business. Because if I don't do the work, well, then that's not going to grow. So me putting my mm. whole passion and drive into that, that makes me feel purposeful, helping others and even just simply social media. That gives me a purpose and a, just another avenue yeah. to elevate my business, my brand and all those things. And same as bodybuilding and being like in that kind of whole industry is going to the gym with a purpose and I can completely understand those people who feel like it's they get lost in a gym because like I'm not training towards anything so don't get me wrong you don't Mm. have to train towards anything when you are going to the gym but I found that has really given me a purpose is training in the gym and towards something so yeah they're my three things yeah love that yeah beautiful okay 
What is more important to you in a dream job? Status, power, or money? And why? Oh, I think, well, if I'm thinking dream job, it's full-time social media. And I would probably say power. Yeah. In a place coming from having the power to inspire and motivate other people. Yeah. On like the biggest scale possible. Yeah. And I think with that comes the status and the money. Yeah, absolutely. But it's coming from the right place. Yeah, power is the overarching umbrella there. Yeah. Yeah. And not being like, I have power of you. Literally just having the power of being able to, yeah. Well, it's like if um, Sarah's day, because Tori and I both love Sarah's day, if she says something, Mm. that hits really powerfully, basically, compared to when someone else just says it to you, it doesn't hit as much. So I think that power on that level, it comes across Mm. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's gotten her her status yeah. of Sarah's day and money, you know, <laughs> the money that she's brings in a lot of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like that question. Yeah. Um, I love this question. The second I read it, I was like, "That is deep." Ooh. So, are you afraid of death, or are you afraid of not living? I'm afraid of death. Okay. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that is like what holds me back from doing a lot in life and what holds me back from living. So I don't think that not living because I feel like the past few years, I'm very content with where I am and what I'm doing. And there isn't really necessarily anything I would change in this point of time. But I think the fear of death really stops me from doing things. Example, there's no way in hell I would be going to Europe with you guys if you didn't book that. There's certain things that Mm. I don't do because I'm literally scared of dying. And like all those like little things that I am, that is like a really big fear of mine. Tsunamis, earthquakes, yep. like, god damn. <laughs> the list goes on. Where the hell did this come from, honestly? <laughs> but yeah, I would say dying. Maybe, maybe in a past life, something like that happened. Ooh. And that is why. Yeah. That is there. Because I never... If you did like, yeah. if you went into like full spiritual healing, you'd be able to figure it out. Yeah, because even but in school, lockdowns, if it was even a like a, like a, what's it called? A practice one, freak the fuck out. Like everyone would be laughing, yeah, right. playing around, and I would like be hyperventilating, trying to hold back my tears, even though I was just sitting practice. under the table, like <laughs> it's an earthquake, guys. <laughs> Literally, so I get, oh, I used to get so scared. So I wonder, yeah, that's really interesting. Maybe something did happen mm. in my past life. Mm. Yeah, okay. because mm. I, when I read that question, I was like, interesting, because my biggest like fear is death. Yeah, and if I we talk about it, I'll get clammy and mm-hmm. have a panic attack. Yeah. But. I also have a fear of not living the best life. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be, you know, sitting in the hospital bed, sick, touch wood, but, (laughs) and be like, fuck, like I didn't take those opportunities because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it's like, it's allowed to be both. There's no bad, right or wrong answer. But I think it's like, you know, death is inevitable, Yeah. but also you don't want to get there and be like, oh my God, I could have done this, 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 and this, and then be like, well, that's mm. over you know i think the biggest thing with death it's not me dying it's people around me missing me that is the biggest thing that mm. i fear that associated with death i think because i know that this is getting really morbid but like if i died my mum would not cope my sisters would not yeah. it's literally gonna make me cry but like <laughs> I, know, I just same. yeah and it's like obviously like not coming from a cocky place yeah. but it's like you like when you have that close knit with people it's just like 
the thought of it is just like yeah morbid yeah literally like i sometimes sit on a plane i'm like my mum would fucking not cope like she just would not <laughs> well it's not gonna happen and now we're yeah. gonna move on because and then even simple morbid. like axel the dog missing me okay anyways moving on moving forward um, um your turn okay well kind of here we go touching on that let's just keep the ball rolling with okay, that okay great do you believe that life after death is possible that's literally my question after Ooh, yeah. the question i just asked i want to say yes because i need to tell myself that because mm. i'm like okay my next life i'm coming back as i don't know a male afl player yeah. <laughs> i don't know but like i just it freaks me out because I'm like, what happens? Yeah. Like, what truly does happen? Do I get to come back and spook people? Do I get to, like, <laughs> ghost? Be, be a guardian angel? Like, I don't know. Mm. But I want to say yes. Mm. Yeah. And I guess it just comes down to, like, I don't know, maybe your beliefs and how spiritual you yeah. are and, and all those well, sorts of things. But yeah. Our um, family friend passed away a few years ago from cancer and he was an atheist at heart. Like, did not believe in a single thing until it was his last few months and he knew he was passing mm. and he became really connected with like religion and ghosts and the past like and a future life and that is what got through him those really hard times because he kind of like yeah, wow. knew that it kind of was his safe place and he knew that when he was passed he was going to be safe so that really just was like something that he kind of transformed through going from being complete atheist to believing in a higher power and that's what made him feel safe to the last day so mm. yeah there you go. Mm. Okay, can we move yeah. on from this? Because I'm feeling <laughs> Okay, <sick>. sorry, go. <laughs> Change it up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my question. Um, let's go with... E- okay, I'm going to have to scroll down on this page. Okay, what was the most important lesson of your life? Ooh, far out. Okay, I think cheerleading was the most important thing in terms of if something went wrong, keep going. So kind of like weird, but like obviously a routine, if you fall in the very first stunt, you have two choices you can make. You can either make the rest of the routine shit and check out completely because you kind of give up and like, oh, well, we've stuffed up the first stunt, we're going to lose now. Or you can completely change your mindset and make sure that that rest of the routine is the best routine you've ever done in your whole entire life and you still have a chance of placing because you don't know what the other teams are doing. So that kind of just transcends into other areas of my life. If something doesn't go to plan, if something goes wrong, keep going because you still may succeed at it. So I would say that Mm -hmm. that was like the biggest lesson I've learned. But I think I've learned that myself. No one specifically taught it to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I When I wrote that question, I was like, hmm. And I literally said the same thing, like the way the lessons that Acro taught me mm. across my career of like people quit on you, you fall, you make mistakes, but you either or people, yeah, quit. You can take, you can pick two paths or yeah. you quit and do something else or you persevere and you keep moving forward and find another route. Yeah. I actually had that question for you. So I feel like agree. we're very similar with that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Acro taught a lot Mm. i I feel like doing acro cheer gymnastics is so important or like any sport for that Mm -hmm. means but at an elite level is so important for your 
uh, like development for y- like your mindset yeah. when you're younger. Like if my ki- my yeah. kids are doing that, like I that is one thing I'm yeah. forcing them to do because it was the best thing. And it, I'm not going to force them to do any sport, but choosing one because the way you develop your own mindset and your coaches are your because at that point in time you don't care what your parents say, you don't listen to them. They mm. can give you a pep talk. You might take one or two things in, but overarching, you're a teenager. You don't care what they're saying. But your coach, yeah. you listen to every word that comes out of their mouth and you really take it on board. So I think that is just really important. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, we spoke about this at the Gymshark event with Arthur because he kind of recently got into calisthenics, mm-hmm. gymnastics vibe. And I was like, because Jackson and I, he's like, our kids are not doing gymnastics. Mm. And I'm like, yes, they mm. are. And like, they don't have to compete. They don't have to take it like, you know, yeah. but they will be doing it from as early as possible because of the fundamentals it teaches you the discipline the respect the technique like you can take that far beyond and that is why so many like back when I was training there were so many AFL clubs implementing like we had AFL clubs come to our gym to implement it because it is so good for coordination literally everything that you need in any sport you can take from it so yeah at um, our gymnastics club like I only did gymnastics like when I was very young but there was always a footy team. I think it was it would have been under 18 boys that came and they were always on the floor and they were learning ballet. And like, yes. that was just mm-hmm. like what their footy club made them do was ballet. I just vividly remember that because I was like, what are a bunch of boys doing on the floor learning ballet? But now <laughs> I know why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Did, oh yeah. Okay. My turn. All right. This is like really directed at you. When okay. yeah, when was the last time you had a gut feeling about something that turned out to be correct? Slash, have you ever had a gut feeling and it was wrong? So kind of like two parts to that question. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Put me on the spot. Yeah. Because you were all, you're um, very for intuition and your gut feeling. Like your gut, go with yeah. your gut. I don't, I can't think of anything in particular like when it was wrong. Hmm. Um, I feel like you had a moment a few th- weeks, like literally two weeks ago, but I think we spoke about it. In- with my skin? No, with the way of your like direction in terms of your career and masterclasses oh. and like... St- yeah. yeah, I'm happy to speak yeah. about this. So this was like a probably a pivotal point, yeah. um, but obviously you guys might know, like I started mindset mentoring quite a while or the end of last yeah. year, I think. Um, and it is such a passion of mine. A passion of mine. You guys know, like I love the side of like motivational speaking and it's always been something that I've wanted to do as a little girl and with the world going online like that was like it made sense I was like yep that makes sense to like start master classes and like one-on-one mentoring and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. so I launched that and I loved it all like the creation side of it the connecting with people creating master classes and stuff and then social media also picking up and just I don't know what triggered it. I launched a masterclass and this was probably the most like loved masterclass that I'd created. I loved the, like the, what I'd created in Canva. So like all the branding, the the branding, that's the (laughs) word. All the branding for it was like my favorite I had ever done. The concept behind, well, it wasn't really a masterclass. It was like a program. Um, I was like, this is epic. Like I absolutely love this. And so it was Thursday night. I remember launching it. It was like 5 p.m. Went and had like a hot girl shower. And I was like sitting in my shower and I was like, why do I feel off? Like I feel so icky right now. And I was like, this is like my favorite masterclass. I was so excited for this. Why do I feel like this? And I was just sitting in the shower and I was like, 
this just doesn't feel right. Mm. Like I don't feel like it's coming from the right place. And whilst I loved the course, everything that I'd done with it, I was like, it's just not coming from me. And I got out of the shower, voice memoed Lily, like this fucking five minute voice note. I think you were sitting at the hospital with Lily. I was. And you're like, can you listen? I was like, I'll put headphones in. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, urgent. Um, And I kind of just voiced everything. And I was like, I love this side of it. And I love my one-to-one girls. And I was like, but it's not coming from the right place. And I feel like I almost felt bad charging people for this content Mm. when I could just do it on the podcast or do it on YouTube. And that is where my passion lies. Like my passion is social media, the podcast, sharing my whole life online. And there's a part of me that just felt wrong Mm. for charging people for that. And I was like, I don't want to have people to pay to listen to what I want to share, like the whole world. And I don't want it to just be 20, 30 people in my scars. I want it to be my whole 20,000 followers type of vibe. So... I just was like, nah, can't do it. Went back on my phone. I had a couple of people bought in. I was like, decline, refund, refund. like deleted, yeah. the sl- deleted the slides. I was like, nah, like this is just isn't it. Um, and then I spoke to Taylor about it the next day as well. And she was like, your awareness around this and to just like admit that it was not coming from the right place. And I was like, well, I just didn't feel right. Like I couldn't go ahead with it. And I still want to implement that program somehow, but just like through my socials. And that was kind of a point where I was like, I'm going all in on socials. And I did say that a while ago whilst doing the mentoring. And then it just got to the point where I was like, I can't do it all and expect my socials to go full time when my attention is not all on socials. So I made the decision to just like stop with the masterclasses. I'm still doing one-on-one mindset Mm -hmm. mentoring because I truly do love that. And I'm just taking on less people. So it's more connected. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like three or four. Yeah, I had five and I've just had one finish. So I've got like three or four in there at the moment. And like, that's good for me. Like, I just feel like that night my intuition Mm. was on and I just had to take a step back. And then that night I woke up the Friday morning to the Gymshark email. Yeah. As soon as I wrote that question, I was like, I know exactly. Like, it just kind of all flowed from one thing to the next. And it really just, I feel like that Gymshark email just like proves to you that this is the right direction. Mm. Like, can we just take a moment? A year ago, if you knew you were getting invited to a Gymshark event, like, excuse me? No. No, <laughs> it's just so wild. Yeah. And like, whilst Annabelle were like on the plane, we were just like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Like we're literally going on a plane to Melbourne to meet Gymshark athletes. Yeah. Like what is happening? Yeah. So it just was like really evident. And I was like, you know, creating the branding side of mentoring was taking time off editing YouTube and like just things weren't aligning. I was like, I've got to stop and put my energy yeah. into one. Yeah, that was yeah. a very good answer. Yeah thank you <laughs> long-winded yeah, but it was needed <laughs> yeah um my question for you is what do you feel has been your greatest win so far in your life oh I think my biggest win is finding my purpose because I just yeah. like I feel like I always come back to that but it was like so evident to me through growing up in high school to finishing high school and going into uni that I never if anyone was like, what was your purpose? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what my career is. I don't know. I just don't know, basically. So knowing that, wait, what was the exact question again? What was my biggest win? 
Yeah. And I feel like when I truly came to terms with that, like launching my own business, starting social media properly, um, eliminating the fear of judgment and all those types of things and going like deep into actually competing, that was a huge win for myself knowing that like I found my purpose and I feel content with Mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't actually have a question ready. Um, mm, 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 mm. Hold up, guys. This is hard. Oh, that phone just went down. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll talk about my greatest win if you don't have a question. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I actually don't even like oh, I had nothing one. particular comes to mind, but I think one being like finding like my true authentic self finding my Mm. voice um and how I've like built my socials and started to share my life I think that would be something like a big win that I'm super proud of and then my second one would probably be my silver medal at the world cup because it took a lot to fucking get there and it is like the best memory that I hold in my heart yeah yeah I would definitely say that like my second win would definitely be going to world's it's just like there's mm. no better feeling than actually like reaching the pinnacle of your sport and just knowing the work yeah. you've done to oh. get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have found a question. Um, yeah. Why did your last romantic relationship end and what did you learn from this relationship? Ooh, that's a good question. Because yeah. I feel like I haven't really spoken about that yeah. on the podcast no. much. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I was in a past relationship for like six years overall. Mm. It was a very off and on relationship, but it was like, I guess you'd say my first love and all those things. Um, we met doing acro, so we both had the same passions. And I think what brought our relationship to an end, well, I know what brought <laughs> our relationship to an end was we definitely, there was many things, but the biggest thing was we just went in completely different directions. He Um, ended up finishing acro and just went down a different path and just didn't really show any interest towards the sport and I was kind of at that like pinnacle point of going to worlds and training at the top level and we just really went down a completely different path interests values honestly Mm -hmm. everything and our relationship definitely ended well before we actually ended Um, and I guess like we had been off like and on from 12 years old like that is so young but we had built such a connection we had a family within our gym and it was all we knew and I think my mum always says as well like my dad he didn't leave us but my mum and dad got divorced and we lived apart so I didn't have that male figure in my life all the time Mm. so that was something that I definitely clung to and always having him around and just like having that nice connection and even his family who are so beautiful um it just was like something that I well we both held on to held on to for a very long time um and then I think so we broke up when I was 18 he was 19 and it was just like the realization of it just wasn't working we had grown into and that is like your biggest growth years like there's nothing wrong with what happened we just grew into different people and you know it was nasty it wasn't nice at all at the beginning but now like you know nothing but good like I wish him all the best and and that's what it is. And like we grew, we learned so much together. We did a lot together. Um, and like that's just what it gets to be. And I don't know the second part of the question. It was what did you learn from it? Um, I think that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I think it's more probably just not – if you know – again, this probably comes down to like intuition. But if you know something's not right – 
act on it yeah. and don't just like sit in something for the sake of someone else or being comfortable just yeah being comfortable and like obviously like I said I was really attached to that relationship and everything that came with it I was so scared to let it go and once I did like I lost acro as well I lost a lot of things and I essentially lost who I was and everything mm. that I loved at the same time so it was a massive learning curve but they say things come in threes <laughs> and they came in bloody hard and fast <laughs> but I think it was just to stay true to yourself and yeah like don't do something for someone yeah. else if that's not what you want to do yeah yeah Perfect. probably that yeah all right um my question for you is what do you find most challenging in your life right now oh okay I think I've touched on this a few times but only lightly I think the biggest challenge for me at the moment is time management yeah and <laughs> In my head, I was like, well, it's going to say time. <laughs> I am, I'm productive, but I'm slow and not efficient. I think that's how mm. I would like to put it. I don't know. I have all the time in the world. Tori has banned me from saying I don't have enough time. I'm not allowed to say it anymore. Yep. I have all the time yep. in the world and it's how I choose to spend that time is what matters the most. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely working on it slowly, but surely. And it's just basically kind of at the moment figuring out what works best for me I know if I go to the gym midday I'm not working after yesterday that was like mm. evident for me I got home at 2 p.m and then like created a real edit it did social media things and I was like all of a sudden going for a walk and doing these things I'm like okay if I'm going to the gym midday I can't go afterwards like actually I can't work afterwards yeah. I have to make sure I get all my work done beforehand today I went to the gym early and knowing that like planning out my day so basically I'll just say that is the biggest challenge I'm facing at the moment is my time management and figuring out how to be efficient 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 so yeah yeah <laughs> I think that was it I love yeah. that I think mine at the moment and I want to just say this because mm. I want to voice it but is managing how to share all aspects of my life online because yeah I I'm struggling to get my head around TikTok itself. Mm. But a lot of who I follow on TikTok is women just like jumping on and chatting about like, you know, women, periods, acne um, and like travel is yeah. also all on my oh, TikTok. Yep. <laughs> um, but just like being able to, and I do it well on Instagram, but I want to be able to do it more on TikTok. But it's like, I want to share the health acne gut mm. health healing side of it but then I also want to share fitness and mindset like I want to share it all so it's just navigating how that looks it's hard and how to do it it's it is so hard. hard because I've also wanted to do like you know I think Jackson just started his snapchat subscription and yeah. I feel like I follow a few of my favorite influencers on that and it's so fun to see the behind the scenes of their life so but I feel like mm. you've got Instagram stories you've got Instagram reels you've got posting you've got TikToks you've got YouTube and then if you do Snapchat and you've got the podcast then you've got your podcast Instagram like it's fucking hard there's so much so yeah and I yeah yeah I so it's the same about TikTok I was like uh, sorry snapchat i was like i could post so much mm. on there because like snapchat is so easy to jump yeah. on post whatever like i actually don't care yeah. so it would be a more of like behind the scenes yeah. type of stuff but then i'm like throw another app at me and i will break <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, i just want to share it all but i'm like how yeah, is that worth your time and i was speaking to dad about this mm. literally yesterday i was like oh yeah i'm going to right away to like get some content and stuff and i was like isn't it crazy i'm driving 
extra distance to this gym to get content that actually there's no like reward from it. Like, yes, you can grow socials, yeah. but I'm not getting paid to go to right away and post for Like, you know, mm. there's so much effort for little reward. But yeah, it's, yeah. we love it. Though. And that's, that's yeah. the thing. It is with social media, it is such hard yeah. work before you start to reap all those yeah. rewards, especially YouTube. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's the passion for mm. it. It's the responses you get from your yeah. audience and the connections that you create is what keeps it going. Yeah. But yeah, like it is hard because you want to, I want to go all in, but I'm like, I realistically financially can't yeah. because you've got, you need money to live <laughs> yeah. and eat and survive. Yeah. So like, it's not something you can do, but it's something I want to. And it's just really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. So if you have any tips for us, let us know. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we just like do um, quick fire ones now? Or is there any more? I actually don't think. I have. Okay. I have one more deep one than random quick fire ones. Okay. I'm going to say the last deep one now. What is something you've learned from our friendship? Ooh. Okay. This is, this is good because I wanted to talk about this (laughs) and I don't, I think it comes under a fear, not a fear of mine, but kind of, I think it would be trust. Yeah. Because, because I feel like recently, during COVID times, I lost a really, not as in lost as in passed away, like just broken friendship, lost to like a really good friend. And I think a lot of times, and I don't know where this has come from, a bit like your parents and being proud of you. Mm-hmm. It's a similar situation. I have this, I guess, fear of people sabotaging me. Yeah. And it's come like, it's been a like, I've had this since I can remember. So for example, when I started training lol in AFL and... <laughs> I had a friend who was like quite high up. She was amazing. And her mom was giving my mom advice. And I was like, no, like what if she's telling you this to sabotage me in my career? And, mm. and like, I just, I used to do it all the time. And even like with friends, I'd be like, no, like they actually don't think that they're just trying to make me feel good. Or she's going to just find this information out and then go and tell someone else. Or yeah. like they don't actually care about me. And I think trust has probably been the biggest thing because I can like literally fucking yeah. tell you anything and I don't second guess it I don't ever think what you think I yeah. don't care what like you don't judge me you don't you know so I think that's probably like the first thing that comes to mind would be the trust because I've definitely had I guess you call it self-sabotage but like it's I feel like it's coming yeah. from other people like I'm worried about other people sabotaging me that's so interesting that you say that because my answer would be so similar the biggest thing I feel like mm. I would have learned is one comparison and one jealousy because I found my friendships yeah, through cheerleading. True. It was very, uh, I was jealous. If they got something that I yep. didn't, I was jealous. I wasn't like happy for them. I wasn't proud of them. I was like jealous. And I was like, fuck, like now I got to mm. do this to one up you. It was never coming from yep. a place of love. But even though I felt like I faked it, of course, I'm not going to be like, oh, mm. like shit to their face. Yeah. I'm of course <laughs> yeah. going to support them in any way I could. But I felt like now if things happen to you or they happen to me, it's not coming from like, fuck, like, okay, she's done that. How do I do that too? It's coming from Mm -hmm. like, I feel like this happened the other day. I don't remember specifically what it was, but you said something to me like, you should do this and it'll help you grow. And I was like, why the, like, I just like don't know a friendship that I've like been through that be like, oh my God, help. Like, this is how I want you to succeed. Mm. And it always comes from like, I want better for you. I definitely have friendships now, but like in terms of a career based, I feel like it's very hard to come by. Mm. My eyes are watering. (laughs) No, I definitely agree because 
in Acro was the same. There was a lot of jealousy, whether it was from me or people jealous of me. Mm. And it is hard to like, and one of the questions I did see was like, how do you start to trust someone? Mm. And it's like, well, it's hard because unless they prove you that, prove you wrong, like you can't really say otherwise. But I think we've grown so, like think of our first like (laughs) catch up at the cafe. Like we are such different people, but there's never been a point of jealousy or... Like if I see something, I'm like, fuck, like that would be so good for little. She should do it. Yeah. Like there's no like, oh, I won't send it to her because I don't want her to yeah. grow. Like that never yeah. crosses my mind. And I think like we both have like, you know, created that and it's just been the evolution of our friendship. Yeah. But I think that's so important. I think if you've got a true friend, like all of this should be so natural. Yeah. Well, I loved that one. That was deep. Yeah. <laughs> Proud of us. Yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. Um, should I do a quick fire? Should we wrap it up? yeah go quick fire, okay, like, go, let's go rip. what's your biggest pet peeve oh i hate quick fire oh. um <laughs> i don't actually know what my biggest pet peeve is <laughs> when people rub their feet on the carpet i don't know <laughs> what the fuck okay moving on <laughs> if you could have one superpower what would it be um to extend time oh okay i've never heard that one it's me like- either but I would lo- I was thinking like if I'm on a holiday I want to be there yeah. forever so I'm just gonna extend perfect. it perfect and last one what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten um probably cheese and tomato sauce on toast is cheese that weird and tomato sauce on toast no I feel like that's I don't know or I have pineapple with everything yeah no that's fair I feel like my answer's like I don't know snails. I can't think of like I've had snails. I was talking about, someone said, are you going to have snails in France? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. Discuss, like, no. I just don't want to put myself through that. Like, what's the point? I don't want to be yeah, cultured no. in that way. Like, yeah. No, no. Gross. If I'm going to enjoy it, I'll, I'll have okay. alcohol in Paris, but I'm not going to have frogs <laughs> or snails. <sighs> okay. That was a good well, episode. That was fun. Yeah. So hopefully. I think we should do these like once a few months yeah i agree there's actually like boxes you can buy and you pull out a question and i feel like that would be be fun because it's not specifically like you don't know what's coming and i feel like that's even better yeah definitely definitely all right well basically i hope you guys have kind of gotten to know us on a deeper level now because we went into it all and that's what we just want to Mm. basically keep showing up to you guys as they go in deep as possible and for you guys to understand us more on a personal connection too so yeah yeah and just like being able to inspire you guys to find deep connection connections with your friends but also yourself Mm. and be able to ask these types of questions regularly and just like always check in with yourself so you're continuing to grow within your own evolution yeah and our two episodes would have solo episodes would have been live so go give those a listen and it's Tori's turn this week on Thursday so make sure you tune in for that but other than that have the best Monday ever wait oh no we have a don't have the best Monday ever just pause on that (laughs) um I don't have a quote so I'm going to pick one okay from my 
um, court list. Tell us something you're doing on the weekend, Lily. Um, oh, it's my housemate's birthday. So I'm going to a bar and I'll have some drinks, which will be fun. Nice. Don't have an outfit. So that's just great. Oh I need to shop for <laughs> Europe too. Um, what, yes, you What do. are you doing on the weekend? Oh, you're going to Sydney. Great. You just wound up me. Sydney, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. There's here, no <laughs> um okay i got the quote it's kind of kind of relates more so to like our earlier questions but every day is another opportunity at getting one step closer to becoming everything you want to be damn straight exactly boom yep all right happy mic drop happy monday (laughs) okay guys we will be in your ears next week and thursday so I hope you would. Oh, and yes. we're on Apple Podcasts too. Don't forget, listen to oh, us yeah. there. Listen, like, don't comment because you can't, but <laughs> enjoy. Subscribe. <laughs> I don't know. Follow and enjoy. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys.